Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, wonderful, intelligent, extremely hardworking, <laughs> Disney Value Resort loving wife and co-host, Michelle. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, everybody. and Thank you, honey. Oh, it's so good to have you here and uh, have a nice afternoon getting ready to record. Yes. Actually, I guess we are recording as I we know. speak. <laughs> Finally, it, it's been a long day. It's been a long week, but it's good to be with you on this day. We are recording this on Sunday, July 31st, 2022. When you're listening to this, it may already be August. It wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> That's it could right. Be, yeah. So uh, welcome. Welcome to August. Wow. The, the dog days of summer. They've, yeah. They're among us. That's right. I just can't believe July, you know, just sped through so oh, fast. So much stuff going on with yeah. us over the last month, mm-hmm. all dealing with our, our newly our new life here in <laughs> yeah. Florida, uh, mostly between work and getting our new house together and everything. But it's been uh, an interesting month for sure. Absolutely. So many things. Yes. We even got a, got a Disney trip in there. Or a couple of them I for know. you. So that's yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So that was good. Uh, thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there... You might want to sign up for our newsletter. Michelle did the <laughs> newsletter again this week. She's put her own special splash. Yeah. Michelle-ness on it. And so we hope you're subscribing and we hope you're enjoying that Michelle-ness as she gets it out there for you on a weekly basis now. And if you have any suggestions or any ideas of what you'd like to make sure we're covering in the newsletter, let us know. Just more Michelle-ness. That's yeah, we no. need it. More Michelle-ness. <laughs> I don't think so. We all need a little I'm more Michelle-ness. I'm trying to do more of you. you know, keep, keep it pretty much the way you did it and maybe just add one or two little things. Nah, you're doing great with it, just like you've done great with the website, doing some oh, new stuff with the website. So check that out too at HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. Also, be sure and check us out on social media. We love interacting with you on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. Yeah, like we say every week, it's an awesome group, and we really enjoy all all of you who are participating already and hope you tell others about it so you can... Just continue that fun. Sure. Just good positive energy and you could take part. You can uh, give an input on that site if you want, or you can just join and just kind of watch what goes on there. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's all fine. Whatever fits you the best. We just appreciate you being a part of that group. Uh, we are also on YouTube, by the way. I mean, we haven't done a new video in a while, but we may get back to that mm-hmm. fairly soon. And if you want to find out whenever we get back to our new videos, just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe and you'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Podcast at gmail.com. Right. And as I said a little while ago, if there's something that you'd like to see covered in the newsletter, let us know or for the show as well. Yeah. Uh, we always love the input uh, on what you want to hear, what you would like as far as the newsletter, um, the show, of course, but whatever, even if you just want to say hi, uh, reach out to us because we really appreciate it. Okay. Now, if you want to help us out in a monetary fashion and get some cool swag out of it. Well, there's a couple great ways to do that. 
First, you can check out our Spreadshirt shop just by go to, uh, well, I'm just going to tell you, just go to Spreadshirt.com and do a search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast or go to any of our social media channels on our profile page. Check out our Linktree account there. There's a link right to it. And we have all sorts of cool stuff with our various different logos. And we get a portion of everything you buy there. Plus, you get to go wear out some of our cool logo stuff mm-hmm. in the park and show, hey, I like this show. Right. Or maybe just some things to have at home. Yeah. Just lounging around the house. Exactly. Like the pajamas. That's like the pajamas. We have the Christmas or logo mugs. pajamas. Yes, mugs, whatever it may be. There's lots of great stuff there. Definitely check it out because there's new stuff coming all the time. Another great way is become a Patreon member of this show. We get you lots of swag in that way too. And if you want to do that, just go to patreon.com slash Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We have tiers starting as low as $2 per month. And you get shout out on the show and some swag right away out of that if you want it. Right. And we appreciate those of you who have already become Patreons and just want to let people know that, you know, this is not a money making venture for us. The, uh, the, no, <laughs> the, the, you know, whether it's the Patreon group that you join or through Spreadshirt Shop um, in terms of monetary, that just helps cover some of the costs, right. you know, that that it takes to run a podcast. Um and so it's not like we're profiting from that. But we also really appreciate if you just tell a friend about our podcast or give us a five-star review. Yes, that, that's a great way to more people know about this show. And yeah, as man, Michelle was mentioning, we do have costs that are associated with this show. As far as getting it out there, getting it distributed to all the various different channels, getting our website run, all that stuff. And we just, you know, I mean, look, we'd always love this show to make money, but it doesn't. But we would like to, you know, cover not, the cost, <laughs> not have us, you know, be hemorrhaging cash every time we do this for fun to get this out there. So exactly. just a little bit of help here and there is always wonderful. But we appreciate what if you do decide that that's where you want to go. Great. We love it. We appreciate it. If you don't decide that's right for you, especially in this economy, mm-hmm. totally understand. Right. That's OK as well. We just love that you listen to the show on a weekly, monthly, whatever basis you do. So now let's get to our favorite thing from this week. Mm-hmm. Like This week, just like every week, we know that there's been some highs, there's been some lows, mm-hmm. but we we'll always like to focus on the positivity on this show. So we like to mention what our favorite thing from the week was. And when we do this, we always start with Michelle because she's awesome, wonderful, <laughs> great, all things amazing in the world. Mm-hmm. She's full of Michelleness. <laughs> Could be our new shirt. Yeah, full of Michelleness. <laughs> oh. Work on, start working on that logo <laughs> with a Darth Vader yeah. image to it. <laughs> but he'd be holding like a Mickey bar. Or something. That's That'd true. Be like the Michelleness, yeah. you know. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Uh, anyway, let's get to Michelle's favorite thing from this week. Um, you know, there was a couple things that were really great about the week. Um, but I think the one that I had the most impact on me emotionally was. Um, just having a very easygoing, chill day on your one day off this week of just relaxing together, not having to go anywhere or do anything, even though those things are all fun too. It was absolutely amazing just to hang out here and just be together. That was my favorite thing from this week as well, because it had been a long week. I had worked, uh, you know, seven straight days. Right. Uh, getting that day off just to spend it with you. We did some lawn work, which was desperately needed around the house. But then after that, we just relaxed, had a little wine, had a little cheese and crackers right. and just kind of enjoy the day. 
caught up. We are way behind on High School Musical, the musical the series. So we just binged a bunch of that. Just kind of brainless musical fun, right, you know, exactly. and watched a bunch of that. And it was just a it was just a really, really nice day together. Yeah. So that's yeah, my favorite. No thing pressure. As well. Oh good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure, for sure. So cool. uh, we also got some of my favorite things from this week mm-hmm. from a couple of our listeners. Uh, we'll start with Sue in the UK. She said, My favorite thing of this week is managing to snag a great seat at a bargain price to watch Disney's The Lion King in our lovely theater in August. How cool is that? Yeah. She said, it's pretty much sold out for the nights I wanted, but one solitary seat has come up at a reduced price, so I jumped on it. That's great. Yes. uh, Yeah. We have tickets technically in San Diego for The Lion King coming up here this fall. I don't know if we're going to get to use those. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. We may be putting those on the market, but um, that's really cool. I, 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 That's a show I've always wanted to see. I've never got right. to see it, but I've always wanted to check it out. Yeah. I mean, always hear such great things. So Sue, we're so happy for you that mm-hmm. you were able to get, you know, a ticket on a night that you wanted to go. And, um, and at a discounted price. That's cool right. too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we'll just be living vicariously through you and hope to hear and see pictures of your experience. Yeah, tell us all about it. We Mm -hmm. want to hear about it. uh, Share it on the uh, Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. Uh, We'd love to um, see what it was all about and how much you enjoyed it. Um, She also went on to say, also looking forward to your discussion on staying at the Value Resorts this week as I'm staying at the All-Star Movies in November. Haven't been to that hotel since our first trip in 2000. Well, that's cool. I hope today's episode really brings some helpful information and uh, looking forward to hearing about that trip as well. Yeah, we were at the All-Star Movies a couple of years back Mm -hmm. before before the pandemic and stayed there and really enjoyed it. So I'm sure Michelle will break that down more here as we get to our main topic of the week. (laughs) Uh, We have one more from Tony, the Disney dad. He said, my favorite thing from this week, I'm in full planning mode for my two upcoming trips. Adults Mm -hmm. only trip September 28th to October 3rd family trip, October 10th through the 17th. The family trip was originally going to be in 2020 and I'm so happy. It's finally happening. Yay! Yay. That's awesome. Hoping that uh, during one of those trips, we get to connect with you and your lovely wife and maybe the rest of the family as well. When you get out here, Tony. So definitely be in touch with us because um, we want to be in touch with you. We've been, um, you know, we've been trying to connect with you for a long time when you've made visits to the parks Hopefully this will be one of those occasions where it'll work out for us as well. Right. I mean, we have such high regards for you and your wife. The things you do are impressive and I just wish I could be more like you. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Tony, Tony and his wife, they're amazing people for sure. Uh, Very special people. Um, So... Uh, good for them. I'm glad they got some great trips coming up mm-hmm. right now. On to this week's show. We have lots of stuff for you this week, including we know a little bit more about the schedule for the Ultimate Disney Fan Event. We'll tell you about that. Yeah. If you have a trip to Hawaii on your schedule, or your travel schedule, and are looking for some fine beachside Disney dining, we have some good news for you. And speaking of some fine dining, there's a new location coming to the Walt Disney World's Boardwalk that may interest you if you're a classic deli sandwich fan. We'll tell you what that's about as well. But enough about all that. Let's go ahead and get to our main topic of the week. This week's 
main topic, Michelle, it's a great idea that we haven't taken a look really at the Disney Value Resorts in quite a while. There have been some changes, some updates, and mm -hmm. we kind of wanted to go through them because, look, as I mentioned earlier, the economy's weird. You know, Disney is never going to be cheap, even at a value resort. <laughs> but sometimes you can find some great magical prices there, and they're a bit better price-wise than a lot of the other resorts. And you still get, like I said, that Disney magic when you stay there. So, Michelle... Tell us a little bit more about those Disney value resorts. Okay. So first of all, just to, um, you know, go over today, we're going to really just, what are some of the things to consider when you're choosing them or, or if you have something planned, you know, kind of what to expect. Um, and just to go over what, which resorts fall under that category, it's the all-stars. So there's the all-star music, all-star sports, all-star movies, the art of animation and pop century. And, you know, they're value resorts, so they're not luxurious. But as Tom said, you still get to experience that Disney fun because you are on property there. You're in that bubble still of being able to, you know, let everything else in your life go to the wayside and just really focus on having a really fun vacation. You get that Disney transportation for you there and you get that, uh, you know, the cast members, which is always mm -hmm. the best part of any Disney trip or vacation. Right. And then the perks that go along with staying on property, you know, as well, like the early entrances and, you know, various things that come up and more things, you know, will continue to come up, I'm sure. But with these value resorts, one of the things that, that Disney really did well was they put theming as you know, such a high priority and it's fun theming, you know, it, you know, whether you're talking, you know, music or sports or movies or animation, you know, or what's in the pop culture, they really, you know, one, I think people are very familiar with their larger than life, iconic sculptures that are around the property as well. But even throughout the property inside, you know, the, when you first enter in the lobbies, they have that connection with the theme instantaneously. Their shops have it, you know, and throughout the property, like by their pools and the decorations at the different um, buildings and things. And obviously when you get into the art of animation, it's in the rooms as well, but they really have done so much to make that theming be right there for you to experience. I do find that they're kind of the resorts that are the most fun of the resorts. You know, there's, I mean, not that, you know, there aren't, especially some of the moderates are really fun, you know, and, and any of them are. are right. But, you know, as far as those, yeah, the characters, you know, I mean, I, I really feel like the little ones, if you have kids that are, you know, around between that age of like maybe four and eight years right. old, like this is going to be the resorts that they're going to love because they're going to see their favorite characters in these giant statues right. or the way they have you know, decorated the grounds around these motel, these hotels. Right. And uh, I, I really think that, you know, you can get a lot out of it for those, those little ones, just even just walking around those resorts. Right. And that's a good point. I mean, I think it gives a level of comfort to kids that it's, it's not that big, scary, strange location or that you feel like, oh, this is just so pristine, maybe. Yeah, it's not like it's the Grand Floridian right. where you walk in there and it's super elegant and everything. And, right. you know, the kids are afraid to touch some of the things in <laughs> yeah. there. You know, nothing wrong with the Grand Floridian. Nothing right. wrong with families going to the Grand Floridian for sure. But there's just something super kid-friendly about many of these Disney Value Resorts. Exactly. So 
first thing that you may want to consider, obviously, is cost because, you know, we know it's expensive to do a trip at Disney, at Walt Disney World and staying there. And these are their least expensive ones. Now, the All-Stars are actually the least expensive among all their value resorts. Um, Then Pop Century is kind of a little bit more, on average, about 20, 25% more than the the all-stars and then the art of animation and there right now I'm just talking about standard rooms because art of animation has suites. Um, but their standard room is even about a little about 20% ish more than pop century. Right. And, and the bottom line is like, look, you know, the name is value resorts and you know, Mm -hmm. value is all relative with this. Right. You're not going to, if you're looking at these resorts and you're going to look at some offsite resorts, um, generally speaking, your off grounds hotels may be less expensive, but you don't have those Disney touches that you get exactly. from these. It's a value resort compared to some of the other Disney resorts on property. Right. But it's, it's still, like I said, if you want to be in that Disney bubble, but you want to kind of, you know, curb your costs a little bit, these may be the way to go. Now, as far as the uh, pop century and art of animation being a little more expensive, uh, that I got to believe that has to be because of the extra amount of transportation. Right, right. There. Yeah, right. Yeah. Some little perks there. And so, um, you know, you bring up a good point. It, it is a lot cheaper many times to stay off property. Um, but again, the bubble and some of the other perks. And as we've mentioned over, you know, since the pandemic, they have been adding back some of the perks that were there before that are only available to uh, on-site guests or property guests. And one of the things to consider too with this is is looking for discounts that are offered throughout the year. You know, like there's the, if you're, you know, if you get Disney Plus right now, you can get discounts on certain times of the year. Um, There are times of the year that it's a lower time. If you're, sometimes they are offering uh, packages where you're including your um, tickets and things like that. And one of the things we've said in the past is you can always go back and check and see if the price has dropped and get that that discount as well. Right. And it happens often. Keep checking back, even if you've made the reservation out, you know, months in advance, even up to like the last few weeks. Keep checking back to see if there's a better deal for you and then take advantage of it if there is. Right. You know, so going along with costs, one thing that I will just put out there is um, the art of animation and actually uh, all-star music has suites. And sometimes if you want like, and, and what the, those suites provide is an extra bathroom as well as like a kitchenette and things like that. Um, but if you're just really looking for the room and, and would like an extra bathroom and like a little bit more t- space for everybody is sometimes you could compare and two rooms might be cheaper you know, in like the all-star sports or all-star movies or even all-star music uh, to regular rooms versus a suite. It's always something to check out just to be sure that what's right for you, you know, whether, yeah, the suites are nice and everything, but sometimes it is a better deal for you to just go ahead and get those two rooms. Right. So in talking about the rooms themselves, let's go into like, you know, how many people can they fit and things like that. So all-star sports, can sleep up to four people, four adults, they say. And that's with having two double beds. Now, All-Star Sports is the only one that has not had a refurbishment. And right now they haven't announced uh, 
when or if they will do a refurbishment. So they're the ones that have those two double beds. But the all-star movies and all-star music and pop century and, and even art of animation do have queen-size beds. Right. And we stayed at, uh, after they did the refurbishment at all-star movies mm-hmm. and really enjoyed it. We thought that room was spectacular and would totally stay there again. I mean, we're we're DVC members, so we usually use our DVC points. Right. But if we were just going for a night and looking for a place to stay at a relatively good rate, um, we really enjoyed our night there and liked how it was laid out. For yes. Sure. Definitely. Like what, what you're saying, honey, is that with the refurbishment, so what they did was, one, they brought the queen-size beds in, but one of those queen-size bed is is actually like a table bed or a Murphy bed, and then when it's up, that's where your table... and then Like you your dining put, table. Yeah, your whatever, little dining yeah. table, and you can bring your chairs in. So it really optimizes the space in the room when you're not sleeping. So when you're sleeping, the the two beds are down, you know, there's only one bed that goes up, but you know, you have the beds and everybody's in bed. And then during the day or as you're getting ready to go to the parks, you put that one Murphy bed up, you have the little table there that you can have, you know, whether you're having a light breakfast there or if you're going to go to the food court, whatever, but it does open up that room. Yeah, it really is. It really lays out very well for you. Like I said, I think that they've, Done a great job of, you know, using what space they have within those rooms right. and making them as advantageous as possible for families. Exactly. Now, as I mentioned, the all-star music does have family suites in there. Um, and those suites sleep up to six adults in the, in, and it's actually like two rooms. And in fact, it, from everything I've read, it's just a conversion of two rooms to make some of those as a suite. Um, and then the art of animation, they also have family suites, um, that sleep up to six. Um, now that includes for them, like, a, a double sleep, a double sofa that works as a sleeper. So, you know, that's still, a, if you're looking and saying, oh, there's a double bed. Yes. Some of these will have double beds as part of like a, a sleeper, right? A sofa sleeper, I should say. But anyways, in terms of, you know, like the your, your what size your family is or whatever that you can have. Um, one of the things to consider is I know that sometimes people have gone into some of these rooms and asked for like a rollaway cart or a rollaway bed. And they really can't do that with these rooms, mainly because of space. There really just isn't space to, to bring in another bed. Right. You just got to take advantage of what you have there. I mean, there are options when you can bring in like a portable crib or something right. like that from time to time. If you have a really, really little one um, to make sure and, and get them down in the evenings. But um, there is, you know, like I said, they they use the space well, but it mm-hmm. is still limited space within these these rooms. Right, right. But, you know, I mean, I think some of the nice things, too, is is. Um, we'll get into some of the room amenities that makes it helpful too. Nice. So the next thing to consider is location, right? When you're looking at a value resort compared to some of the other resorts that they have. Um, now, the all-stars are classified as animal kingdom resorts. Um, the reality... They're pretty close to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're kind of out there where the animal kingdom is. Right, right. And the very eco-friendly McDonald's is right there too. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You know, so so that is... Um, but one of the things to consider too is if you have uh, children that are competing in any of the events that are held at the ESPN, 
ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex. They're right next to it too as well. So it's easy to um, stay there if you're having somebody in a competition and you want to be able to go back and forth. It's a good point, especially if you've driven out. You know, so you have a car or you mm-hmm. rented a car, so you have easy access right. uh, to kind of bounce back and forth. Right. It's just, it's definitely closest to, to there. Um, now the the other ones, the um, Pop Century and Art of Animation are actually lo- listed as ESPN Wide World of Sports Resorts. Mm. So, But now let's talk about transportation. And again, you're in the bubble. Disney's providing that free transportation. At the All Stars, the transportation is through bus service. Everywhere you want to go is through bus service. Um, the preferred rooms are typically located closest to the main lobby. So then you have quicker access like to the food court, shops, and transportation. So if that's something that you want to consider, um, you know, then that's a, a, an available option right. to you. A little bit more money, but um, I, I think it is beneficial if you're going to be planning to use uh, Disney transportation a lot. And that food court, their, their food courts are great. I love their food courts personally and the, the value resorts. And, right. Um, the easy access of gathering food there, getting food and bringing it back to your room, not having to carry it for, you know, somewhat could be a little bit of a distance True. to some of these rooms that can be a little bit farther away. Um can be beneficial to you now it's all what's right for you but um it's something definitely to take into account depending on what your plans are for your trip right i mean again if you know it it does add walking to your your plans for the day but again maybe it's not a trip that you're doing parks every single day and so you know, again, if you want to save some money, then not having a preferred room is a is a way to save you some money. Uh, and who knows, you might end up still getting in a relatively close proximity. Yeah. Depends on time of the year, how full they are and, and things like that. You can always ask if there's a way to, you know, to get a closer, you know, room. You know, they can't guarantee anything, but, you know, there's there's always that chance. Yeah. No, I mean, even the farthest rooms in the All-Stars, I've never found the walk to be significant like we've stayed at rooms at the animal kingdom lodge (laughs) or just recently at the boardwalk where it was quite a trip to get down to where the transportation was to get from the room um so it's not it's not just exclusive to the all-star resorts when you're you may have to trek a little bit that's a really good point to that yeah Yeah, and those are like moderate resorts and they still can be kind of far, far away now pop century um And the uh, Art of Animation, as you mentioned, honey, they do connect with the Skyliner. So transportation to Epcot and Hollywood Studios is through the Skyliner. The other locations that you may want to go to, you would take a bus. Right. So that is where you get that benefit. of. That's why I I believe it's a a big reason why they're a little bit pricier is because of the fact that you have that extra transportation i mean look the buses are great they get you to where you want to go around disney but no one really loves the buses <laughs> as far as the transportation you're not it's not your pick no one's like you know you know what do i want do i want a monorail a friendship boat the skyliner or bus no bus number one <laughs> no one listens well, wait, number wait. One. i do have an, but i'll go through it i have a scenario no one lists at number one but <laughs> Um, you know, it's, it is there and it does, it is very helpful. We, we use the buses all the time and, and we love them, but 
if I have a chance to ride the Skyliner, I'm going to ride the Skyliner over taking a bus any day. That is true. And I agree with you. I think, you know, to try to look at the positives of this is on those really hot summer days, getting into an ice cold bus, which they are cold, um, can be really nice to just chill you out, uh, especially after true. a long day in the park, whereas the Skyliner, they're not air conditioned. So, yeah, that's you true. know, something, you know, there's always a good perspective. Yeah. Still taking the Skyliner over the bus, but I, I, can, <laughs> I at least I can get that little bit of reasoning there. I get it. <laughs> Thanks. Now, buses, you know, they, they say on average come every 20 minutes. They do adjust the bus schedules and the frequency to certain times of the day that there are more crowds. So the mornings when they're trying to get people to the parks, they're going to come a little bit more frequently. And same thing in the evening, they're, they're coming back from the parks a little bit more frequently. That middle time of day when most people are not transferring from hotel to park, it, it is closer to the 20 minutes. Right. And one you thing know. you also want to know about the all-stars is that the, the buses will stop at all three. It's not like there's a bus for the all-star mm -hmm. one for all-star sports, one for all-star music, one for all-star movies. You are going to go through all three resorts. So there's just, when you're, it's more for a time purpose. Right. If but you're, they're all close together. Yes. But no, you're going to be, uh, you're going to, if you're trying to get back to your resort mm -hmm. or get to a park or a reservation or whatever, just a lot for that much more time there when you're, when you're doing that. Because, True. I mean, it's not that much different than, you know, staying at say, Port Orleans or whatever, where you right. have to stop a lot of places or uh, staying at Fort Wilderness where you have the bus to the bus and everything, you know, and you have to stop a lot right. of places. Um, there, it's not the only resorts where you, it takes a little bit longer to get to places through the bus system. True. But just more of a warning to make sure you know that if you have a reservation or whatever, be prepared for that. Right, right. Yeah. And you always want to, no matter where you're staying, try to figure out, especially if you're going from a resort to a resort and you need to first go to a, you know, a park or to Disney Springs first. Um, now you can obviously do ride share and things like that. But if you just want to remain within the the Disney transportation, just things to consider. Yeah, if you want to save that money, but I'm telling you, if you're going from a resort to resort, do a ride share. <laughs> we learned the hard way. Just yeah. take advantage of it. It's not that much money. Do I mean, if you have a reservation, if you're just doing like, like, um, resort hopping, you might not need yeah, to do that. Yeah. But uh, going to a park and then hopping another bus to it, it can get, it can eat up an hour or so of your day, you know? Right. So, um, yeah, I highly recommend, um, doing a ride share if you can afford it. Right. Know. Now, as I mentioned, um, with the all stars, if you select a preferred room, they're typically the one, those are the ones that are going to be closer to the main lobby, um, to have access to food court and transportation. Here's, uh, some things that pop century, they have, they have ones that are preferred. And again, th those are closer to the lobby. But Pop Century also has a, a separate designation called Preferred Pool Views. And these are the ones that are closest and have a view of the Hippy Dippy Pool, which is the closest to the Skyliner. Ooh, nice. That's good to know. Right. Plus it's Hippy Dippy. So, right. you know, that's kind of how I live my life. <laughs> exactly. So for Pop Century, if you are going to, you know, to splurge on getting a preferred room, you might want to look at that preferred pool view versus preferred room uh, or preferred view, because then you'll have 
the opportunity to be lo- located closest and, and they and the pool that pool is also close to the um, lobby but it's also on the other side closest to the to skyway Ooh, skyliner nice nice and uh, similarly in art of animation now this one um, you know they have different themes to each of the rooms so they have like Lion King and Finding Nemo and Little Mermaid. So here's the key here. Finding Nemo suites are the ones that are closest to the main lobby and Skyliner. Mm. So they don't have preferred. They they have it by category of the animation. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways. So if you're asking or making a request for where you can, where you want to stay. Right. Know that going in. Exactly. Like, I want to find Nemo. That's right. <laughs> Very good. All right. So let's get into some of the amenities that you can find in the rooms and in, in these value resorts. Um, so as we already kind of talked about with the all-stars that um, you do have a table and a couple chairs in, in there. There's, it's funny, they call a mini fridge compared to something else that they call a small refrigerator. <laughs> So, but, um, but a mini fridge really isn't one of those that is, it's more like a, a cooler, you know, like if you're putting some drinks in there, it'll keep them cool, but it won't really make ice. It won't get really cold. It's, it's just more to keep, you know, sodas or milk or something like that chilled. Right. It's not going to, yeah, you're not going to freeze anything in there, you know, and, but it does come in handy still with some things that you might bring back from the, the food court or from the parks or whatever. Right. Or, or bring in from the outside. You yeah. Know, if you want to go venture out and pick up a, a couple things for breakfast. Sure. Or whatever. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So um, they do have uh, like these single serve coffee makers with pods in the room. Um, and then the other nice thing about the All-Stars is uh, they do have... Um, the split bathroom. So they have like the, the, um, the shower tub and toilet in one room, but then they have the sink in another section so that people can be doing different things to get ready to start your day. Yeah. Trying the best to work as a family within, you know, what can be a, a tight confined space, you know, but make it accessible and let everybody get prepared at the same time. Exactly. Um, now the suites in the all-star music, as I mentioned, they have two full bathrooms, uh, also a table and chair. They have what they call a kitchenette that has a, a small refrigerator, uh, and a microwave and a coffee maker, the same kind of coffee makers, but the, the all-star music does have a microwave. If you're staying at all-star sports and you want something microwave though, you can definitely do that at the food court. They yeah, have you can microwave. find that. You definitely find microwaves in the food court for sure. Right, right. And the Pop Century is pretty much the same as the All-Stars and what they offer in terms of the table and chairs, a mini fridge and coffee maker. So, Good. you know, it's, it's, it's kind of similar. The Art of Animation, they have, now I've mentioned they have suites, but they also have regular rooms, like a single room. Um, and in those, they have the mini fridge and coffee maker. Now their suites, though... Again, have two bathrooms, kitchenette, and here's where they said they have a small refrigerator. So this one is more of a refrigerator. Think of like a dorm room, like a small refrigerator, but it's an actual refrigerator. Uh, and microwave and coffee maker. 
Now, the other amenity that Art of Animation has is that they are one of the resorts that is considered a dog-friendly accommodations mm. resort. Interesting. I guess if you're bringing your dogs, that's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you can have up to two dogs in the room and uh, you really need to, at the time of making your reservation, or if you're going to modify your reservation, letting them know that you're planning to bring the dogs. Yeah. I'm sure they would want to know that in advance. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So um, that they do want to have that. Uh, And you would have to like uh, bring proof of vaccines Mm -hmm. and things like that. So, but you know, I think what we're seeing here is it has in the rooms probably a little bit better in terms of having table and chairs, you know, than what you might see at most offsite resorts, mm-hmm. you know, that it's just a little bit better room. Now, you don't have a, a balcony, you have a window, and those windows are great to to be either decorating the windows, you know, with the the cling kind of things or, um, you know, paper streamers. The other thing you can do is it has a little ledge and during the day you could put your stuffed animals or stuffed toys in the window facing out so that as people walk past your mm-hmm. room, they see that. And they a lot of people do that and it always brings a smile. I oh, mean, yeah. I just love that. I love when people decorate their rooms in various different ways. It doesn't matter if it's, at an all-star resort or I should say a Disney value resort or a Disney cruise line, or even some, we've seen decorations at places like the, you know, the, uh, the wilderness lodge right. or, you know, that have well, like, Oh, that's so great. I'm so glad people, you know, put all that effort in to kind of brighten everybody else's day when, exactly. they, when they go. Right. Visit. Mm-hmm. So I do want to, you know, make sure people understand with the kitchenettes that they're, you know, it, It isn't like you would see at, um, like if you're thinking of the cabins or the one bedroom suites or even the studios for DVC, you know, it's, I guess they're somewhat similar in that they have a microwave and that mini fridge. Um, but it's not like they have, you know, like they don't have a toaster. It's just kind of a space area that you can, like prepare some things, prepare but some they things. don't yeah. probably have a lot of the utensils that you might find in some of the DVC resorts. Right. I mean, yeah. I've, I've seen mixed reviews of whether they have that. When we've stayed at the, you know, the value resorts, we haven't gotten a suite. So I can't say firsthand. Um, generally speaking, people say that there are some, you know, uh, flatware in there and maybe um, some paper products like, you know, you do have the paper coffee cups and things like that, but, um, not a lot to do Mm -hmm. food preparation, but you know, if you're doing cereal and things like that, there's probably some things there, um, that are available. Right. And then a lot of times you'll find, um, within the, um, food courts or some of the Mm -hmm. other various places around, uh, some of the gift shops and such around the Disney resorts, you can find some microwavable meals and some other things that, um, you can, Heat up a little dinner if you don't want to go to the parks or right. don't want to go to Disney Springs or whatever, or even the food court. Yeah. Or if you just have some food that you're bringing back, like you, you got a lot of great stuff uh, when you were out at the Food Wine Festival. And, right. But it's hot food, you know, but I don't want to eat it now. Um, you can't store it in the refrigerator mm-hmm. and then heat it up later in the microwave right. and enjoy it at another point. Exactly. You know, I mean, so... Again, you know, these are value resorts. They're, they're hotel rooms. Most people would consider them kind of the, like a motel style room or whatever. Um, 
So it's, it's not something that, you know, you're bringing, it, it's not an Airbnb. It's not that, but it's great. It's still a great, you know, you know that it's going to look nice. It's going to be clean. And again, you have that the Disney bubble and things like that, that it, it's, it's comfortable. All right. It's something always to weigh. I mean, yes, you can find some great rooms at a great price offsite, but you don't get that Disney magic. Mm-hmm. You don't get that extra. Right. You know, it's, it's completely what's up to you. What's, what's important for you value wise. I mean, right. these are called value resorts, but they're not significant values, just values as Disney is related. Um, so you have to take that into account. Now, it, it just depends on what you want for your vacation. Um, I, I, I think that these resorts are wonderful. I love the Disney magic. I think mm-hmm. that they're laid out very well. The, some of the refurbishments they've done right. on All-Star Movies is the one we, we've been most recently that we can say for sure that we thought it was fantastic mm-hmm. and that we would totally stay there right. again. Um, if you like that stuff, if you're willing to pay a little bit more money to be there, get that magic, have the cast members around, mm-hmm. have that Disney transportation, get those extra perks that you get. Maybe not as many as you got right. in the past, but you still get some good Disney perks out of it. Then it may be of value to you. It's all those things you need to do your research mm-hmm. on and weigh when you make your decision on your vacation. What's right for you? That's right. So um, so the other category to think about with these resorts is, well, one of the things is they have in terms of activities, so many of the same amenities that they have at all of their resorts, right? So they have pools, they have, you know, lockers and showers by the pool areas. They do the campfire programs. They do movies under the stars, have playground, jogging trail, arcade, and 24-hour laundry service near each of the pools. So, I mean, again, yes, it's it's more than an outside resort, but you have all the same Disney-offered amenities at that resort as well. Yeah. And those are the same ones, like I said, if you're staying at a moderate or even one of the... the um, the other category I'm spacing deluxe on. deluxe thank you um categories these are the same kind of things that you would get you mm-hmm. know so it's it's great that that's the same activity you would have available to you in these resorts yeah um i agree um i mean i, I think deluxe gets a few things as far as some after hours things that are you know but you're spending a lot of money to stay at those deluxe right. resorts in general uh but yeah you do get that early access there's mm-hmm. an early entry which can be a lifesaver if you can get the if you can get the crew out there and get to the parks early, um, getting in there a half an hour or so and knocking out some of the more popular attractions right um, very early in oh, the morning, yeah. especially when it's a little cooler out. You know we know how hot it's been recently. Um, you can knock out some of those biggies right off the bat. Right. Get two or three good rides in before the rest of the crowd shows up. Right, that's a big thing. Oh yeah, that really is. Yeah, and then you know have maybe lunch or something out of the parks and then come back and have. A rest, cool down. Yeah, they have great pools, mm-hmm. um, great space to, to, to relax and, and spend the maybe the warmest parts of the day and then right. maybe head back to the parks later. I mean, the, the campfire program and the movies under the stars are such, um, they're, they're pearls that people don't take advantage of. And what's really fun with the campfire is the campfire programs, you can go and get free marshmallows and toast them they'll have a fire there i mean if you want to do the whole s'mores s'mores thing you you can buy that they sell that but if you just want if your kids just want to go up and have a you know toast a couple marshmallows 
you can do that for free. Right. There's nothing saying you can't bring your own graham crackers and chocolate. Right. And make exactly. your own s'more. You That's know? right. Just if you want to buy, yeah. if you want to add that right. onto it. Yeah. And they wouldn't care if you do that. They, no. they don't judge or Not anything like that. It's easy, easy peasy. And, and the movies under the stars is just something fun to do. You know, whether you, you know, stay for the, I mean, they're movies that you can get on Disney plus, but you're in the room. This gets you out. It's yeah. evenings are cooler. You may enjoy and, the whole movie. You may watch, you know, 20 minutes of it. It's, just something to kind of enjoy yeah but again i'm really impressed that disney provides the same those kind of activities throughout all of their range of resorts now in terms of food that's where you might see a difference here you have food courts um but they're available breakfast lunch and dinner um, they do have a, a pool bar as well. The food courts are mobile orders if you'd like as well. So it makes it really convenient. And they usually kind of break them down into like, like different categories. Mm-hmm. Like there's a burger place, right. there's a salad place, right, you know, exactly. or whatever. So Pizza. the whole family can yeah. kind of go there and get what they want. I actually find the food courts amazing. Right. I love the food courts mm-hmm. at the uh, value resorts for sure. Right. Um, so, and then they have, you know, obviously the same thing at the other, you know, not just the all-stars, but the pop century and art of animation, um, the, the, uh, pop century and art of animation, they, they both each have a third pool, whereas the other two resorts have two pools at each location. So it's two pools at all-star sports, two at all-star movies and two at all-star music. So it's not like you're sharing pools for each of those. They each have these things. Just in terms of the menu offerings, Pop Century and Art of Animation each have one or two more dishes than All Stars. Um, at least that's what's listed on the menus. Um, and then the, the other interesting thing I want to let you know is the Big Blue Pool, which is a Finding Nemo's theme at Art of Animation, is the largest Walt Disney World Resort Pool. Oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah. cool. It is the big blue. The big blue is definitely the big blue. So, um, you know, their their pools are are fun. They're like I said, they're very themed, whether you know, like when you're looking at the all-star sports and they have like the baseball themed one, mm-hmm. you know, and in the movies they you know, and they have stat those statues out there and little fountains with those statues and things like that. They have lifeguards on duty. And so I mean, there's everything there to have an amazing fun right. trip. Some great little areas for kids to climb on and, and yeah. kind of and you know, it's just it's it's a really cool grounds. It's just really fun. There's lots of stuff to check out and see and just kind of enjoy. I I I truly love I, I do really like the Disney value resorts. Right. Sure. I mean, and as I mentioned, they also have the lockers and showers by the pool area. So let's say that you're checking in early and your room's not ready, but you want to, the kids want to go by the pool or you want to go by the pool. You know, you can have a locker there and shower and get back dressed afterwards or same thing on checkout day. If you're not going to the parks, but you want to spend a little bit more time at the pool till you leave, you can have those uh, amenities available to you. The 24-hour laundry service, which is amazing in the fact that you can uh, connect with an app and be able to be notified, you know, first of all, which washers and dryers are available to you. So you don't, 
you know, you can go and watch. And lugging down a bunch of laundry for the whole family right. and you get and there like, and everything is full. Yeah. yeah, so you can see where, you know, what's available. You know, like, if you, do you have to go to a different one than what's at this pool? Go to the other pool, laundry. Um, you know, and the fact that it can alert you when your wash is done or when your dry, you know, the dryer part is done. It really makes it convenient. And again, 24 hours. So if something happens in the middle of the night, uh, we've been at a resort, at a Disney resort, where Scott wasn't feeling well. And and I won't get graphic, but we needed to quickly clean. We needed to wash a few things. We did yes. need to wash some yeah. things. So uh, it's great to have that available to, to, yes. to you. So, you know, all in all, uh, the value resorts really do provide so many wonderful things. Um, I know that, yes, their location isn't as close to the other parks and, and things like that, um, but they still provide that fun experience, and it is a way that you can save some money. You know, hey, if it's between going to a moderate resort or value resort and maybe staying an extra day, hey, right. might want to consider that. Again, we will say this every day. Do your research. Find out what's right for you. What's a, what's a value for you may not be a value for me. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's all, everything is relative out there. You know, what do you like? What do you appreciate? And different trips are meant to do different things. Right. Like if you're doing a trip that is, you know, very heavy and going to the parks and things, well, this isn't as close to the parks, but maybe you don't need to be in the room as much too. And so do you want to spend as much on the mm -hmm. room because you're going to be out and about at parks and mm -hmm. going out to dinners and things yeah. like that with friends? Um, you know, or do you have kids and you want them to feel a little bit more connected with the surroundings mm -hmm. and things like that? Just yeah. some things to consider. Right. And I think you broke it down really well so people understand, especially those who have never been to the value resorts or if you haven't been in a long time mm -hmm. to remember what they're like. Um, I think you broke it down extremely well. But again, um, do your homework. Really, you're spending a lot of money. No matter where you stay on this Disney vacation, you're going to end up spending a lot of money. So the best thing you can do is be prepared ahead of time, mm -hmm. whether it's listening to our podcast, other podcasts, doing your own research, whatever it may be. We're always happy to answer questions right. if we can. Um, there are plenty of resources out there, but it really will help you in so many ways by just looking a few things up. And you'll, you'll have a much better time than just going into what can be an expensive vacation, not really knowing mm -hmm. what to expect. Right. But if you have any questions about any of the things we talked about, just feel free to reach out. Yeah, always. Uh, hit us up at the Gmail account. You know, hit us up on social media. Mm -hmm. We don't mind if you slide into our DMs. You know, it's, it's okay. Right. We're, we're okay <laughs> with that. As long as it's just about questions. <laughs> Nothing weird here. Uh, no, we, we, we appreciate uh, hearing from you. And we're always happy to answer questions if we can. Right. And if there's something you've experienced at one of these value resorts that you want to share, we'd be glad to share that on a future Absolutely, episode. Absolutely. For sure. For sure. So great job, Michelle, breaking down the Disney value well, resorts, trying to figure out if it's right for you. Um, good job, Michelle. Your research is always excellent. Oh, you're, I appreciate that. Thank you, honey. I can't wait to see you the next time at Disney Value Resort. Another great Michelle breakdown. <laughs> um, 
all full of Michelle-ness again. Wow. Love it. Well, so thank good. you, so, honey. Let's go ahead and get to our Disney stories of the week. I do have a few for you this week. And I'm going to start with, we know a little bit more about the schedule for the ultimate Disney fan event Ooh. coming up. It's getting closer, gosh. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, as we're recording this, it's almost the end of, well, it's the end of July. Almost August, as right. you're probably listening to this. It's September. It'll be here before you know it. Yeah. So um, big things coming. This is from the Disney Parks blog. They say, Disney Parks fans rejoice. D23 Expo 2022 presented by Visa is returning to the Anaheim Convention Center on September 9th through the 11th. And we have a first look at some new amazing experiences, displays, presentations, and shopping, especially for fans of Disney Parks experiences and products. There's some cool mm -hmm. stuff coming, mm -hmm. as there always is to the D23 Expo. I right. don't think we're going to make it this year, even though we have badges. But um, I'm so excited for everybody who's going to get to go, right. especially if you've never been, because it is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, moving on, they say, from the moment D23 Expo 2022 begins, attendees will be able to explore the Disney Parks Wonderful World of Dreams Pavilion and step right into the new stories, attractions, and adventures Disney Imagineers are bringing to life around the globe. There will be behind-the-scenes glimpses of Tiana's Bayou Adventure, the transformation of Epcot, new Frozen-themed experiences, <laughs> hashtag Real Men Love Frozen, <laughs> Disney Cruise Line Live Entertainment, and more to explore at the Pavilion. The latest on highly anticipated projects in development around the world will be shared when Disney Parks Experiences and Products Chairman Josh DeMauro presents a boundless future Disney Parks Experiences and Products. Josh takes the hall D23 stage Sunday, September 11th at 10.30 a.m. for this presentation filled with see-it-here-first moments <laughs> and special surprises. The Parks panel is always yeah. one of the... One, it's the one that most people want to get to, but right. it's always a phenomenal event. Yeah, they really, you know, it's exciting to hear the things that they're announcing, but it's just also, they always add some other magic to that presentation. Yeah, some of our favorite experiences from D23 Expos of the past uh, revolve around the, the parks panels, mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, but that's not the only panel focused on Disney parks. Fans can enjoy other one-of-a-kind offerings during the event, including special panel presentations that cover everything from the making of the Disney Wish cruise ship to learning about Walt Disney Imagineering's illusions and special effects in the parks. So here's the lineup of panels that are, have some park involvement involved with them. Starting on Friday, September 9th at 10.30 a.m., an inside look at the Society of Explorers and Adventurers <laughs> at Backlot Stage. So, you know, everybody that's behind the Jungle Cruise right. and the Jungle Navigation Company Limited Skipper Canteen, that's the Society nice. of Explorers and Adventurers. So I'm looking forward to hearing a little backstory on them. So right. that's kind of cool. They always find some interesting backstories for them. Right. On uh, Saturday, September 10th at 10 a.m., a peek behind the curtain at the Walt Disney Imagineering Illusions and Special Effects Development Lab will take place at the Walt Disney Archive stage. At 12 p.m., uncovering treasures from the Marty Sklar collection at the Walt Disney Archive stage. And at 4 p.m., dreaming, designing, and bringing to life the Disney Wish at the backlog sta backlot stage. That's got to be fascinating to hear how they put all that stuff right. into the Disney Wish, which I'm looking forward to experiencing sometime hopefully not too long away right exactly yeah yeah there's always like um so many interesting things that you would never believe or think about in terms of you know these ships yeah and so it, it's great to be able to hear some of those things that make you appreciate it that much yeah, more for sure and by, by the way and i don't know if i assume they're doing it on the disney wish but 
even if they're not, um, if you ever are on a Disney cruise and they're offering the art of the theme tour, mm-hmm. um, you know, take a couple hours out of your day and do that because it's amazing at what they've, how they think these ships out and what they've done to create the magic that you don't necessarily always notice within these Disney ships. Right, it's right. It's definitely worth your time. Yeah. Not sure they're offering them yet, but yeah, they might be. But they, they, might may, they may be soon if mm-hmm. they aren't yet. Uh, finally, on Sunday, on Sunday, September 11th at 1 p.m., Walt Disney Imagineering, 70 years of making the impossible possible, will be at the premiere stage. At 4 p.m., Disney Parks Through the Decades, a Disney ambassador perspective, will be at the Walt Disney Archive stage. And at 4.15 p.m., the world of Duffy and Friends Revealed <laughs> will be at the, huh, the Hyperion stage. Ooh, we have our own stage, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so well-deserved. Yes. Uh, D23 Expo attendees will also get the first access to Disney Me, an all-new digital avatar in the Play Disney Parks app. This experience empowers guests to express their Disney style by creating their own unique Disney Me to celebrate the launch of Disney Me as part of the Disney Uncharted Adventure on the Disney Wish. Guests at the D23 Expo will be invited on a quest that can only be completed at the Expo. Now I'm even more jealous that we're not going to probably get to go. Attendees will uncover specially designed Disney Wish and D23 Expo digital clothing and accessories for their Disney (laughs) Me around the show floor. How fun. Yeah. And starting in September, D23 Expo guests will need to download the latest Play Disney Parks app to be ready to create their Disney Me and join the Disney Me D23 Expo quest during the convention. Man, I wish we could do that. That sounds like something that would be right up our alley. Oh, totally. Totally would get into it. (laughs) No doubt with you especially. (laughs) I know. So... Uh, moving on to the next story, if you have a trip to Hawaii on your travel schedule and are looking for some fine beachside Disney dining, well, we have some good news for you. Mm-hmm. Again, back to the Disney Parks blog, they said nothing makes us happier than adding more wonderful offerings and opportunities to make lifelong memories at Alani Resort, a Disney resort and spa. That's why we're thrilled to announce the reopening of our signature Oceanside restaurant, Ama Ama. During, returning as a newly reimagined dinner-only dining experience this fall. Nice. Soon to be unveiled, Amama will feature a new upscale dinner-only menu backed up by a dynamic culinary team that invigorates each locally inspired dish, cocktail, wine, and dessert with the Disney service and attention to detail guests have come to know and love at Alani Resort. Through collaborative efforts led by Disney Imagineer Jeanette Lamboy, Guests will, with a careful eye, will notice familiar details seemingly left by generations of family members, including our own beloved auntie and uncle, who lived in this space and continue to expand on it over time. The new light fixtures inspired by traditional Hawaiian fish baskets and an alluring central light fixture composed of fin-like elements that swim above the entrance enhance the connection between the restaurant and its namesake, the Ama'ama fish, historically the most abundant and vital fish of Hawaii. They are excited to welcome you and your Ohana back to Amama to celebrate and enhance your vacation dining experience. Uh, Amama restaurant is located adjacent to the Off the Hook in the Waikoloe, boy, Waikoloe Valley Pool area. We needed Nick to yes, be here. I know. I'm telling you, <laughs> near the entrance to the beach, and the grand opening is slated for fall 2022. So if you're looking, to, if you have a trip booked mm-hmm. somewhere in the fall or beyond. Uh, to Olani, or if you're looking to book one, um, th- this is right up our alley. Fine dining beachside. We've done mm-hmm. not not there. We haven't been to the Olani yet. We're right. looking forward to it at some point. But we've done some fine beachside dining yeah. several times in Hawaii, and there's nothing like yeah, it. Yeah, it's just so special. Yeah, 
So that's going to be great. You know, with those Disney touches, it's going to be even that much more special. So speaking of some fine dining, there's a new location coming to Walt Disney World's Boardwalk that may interest you. If you're a classic deli (laughs) sandwich fan, I am. Uh, Again, from the Disney Parks blog, they said, we've got some exciting foodie news to share with you late this summer. The new Boardwalk Deli will be opening its doors at Disney's Boardwalk. This location, previously the Boardwalk Bakery, is inspired by the delis of the Northeast region with a menu that takes you on a road trip of classic, sweet, and savory flavors from New York to the Jersey Shore. Nice. Yes, sounds great. Speaking of sounding great, just wait till you hear the food. Whether you're heading out for a day in the parks or planning a cozy breakfast in your room, Boy, we could have used that the other day when we were at the bar. I know. Yeah, and and looking at what they're going to be giving, serving up for breakfast. Sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. Stop by the deli to select from house-baked bagels with a choice of schmear, a variety of sweet breakfast pastries, or a warm bagel sandwich. Some of these delicious options include an everything bagel sandwich with cage-free eggs, sausage, and cheddar cheese, a bagel breakfast sandwich with cage-free eggs, bacon, sweet caramelized onions, and cheddar cheese, or a plant-based ciabatta sandwich with, quote, egg, unquote, Florentine, <laughs> you know, plant-based egg. Plant-based. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, plant-based cheese, tomato jam, and arugula that provides an exciting contrast of flavors. What a way to start your day. For both lunch and dinner, your taste buds are in for a treat because they are. there are multiple options that will transport you to the Northeast with every bite. Choose from a variety of cold and hot deli sandwiches served on traditional marble rye, fluffy ciabatta, or soft and springy focaccia breads. As with the breakfast bagels, all breads are baked fresh in-house. That's yeah, pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. these were like thick. Yeah. They look like they didn't They look out. like New York yeah. deli sandwiches. Right. I mean, they're pictures that are, you know, advertising this. So, we hope they're going to be like yeah. that in real life, but they looked really good. <laughs> right. Uh, the signature Italian sub is built with layer upon layer of thinly sliced capicola, sopresta, sopressata, and pepperoni with provolone, arugula, tomato, arugula pesto, and mayonnaise on fresh Baked ciabatta bread. The savory warm pastrami Reuben, now we're talking, is a classic (laughs) deli staple with generous rolls of thin sliced warm pastrami topped with sauerkraut, Swiss cheese, and Thousand Island dressing on marble rye bread. For a plant-based twist on a classic favorite, the veggie crunch muffaletta is stacked with cured and pickled root vegetables and olive tapenade and plant-based cheese served on focaccia. That sounds yummy too. Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. Sounds really good. You can also opt for a roasted chicken sandwich with cheddar cheese, lettuce, tomato, and roasted garlic aioli served on ciabatta, or the grilled cheese sandwich with tomato soup, a classic nice. guest favorite, one of our favorites for sure. Yeah, I think Scott's going to be digging that. Mm, yeah, that's going to be a spot <laughs> I think we're going to hit up often. Yeah. And what meal is complete without a sweet finish? There is no shortage of desserts to try here. Check this out. The cannolis are filled to order. Nice. Yeah. I know. And they look like they're going to be mm-hmm. beautiful. In a crispy shell with a creamy blend of mascarpone cheese, ricotta, and shaved dark chocolate with a hint of lemon zest and a touch of Mickey. Yeah. Some little Mickey doodly do chocolate doodly do's yes. on there. Yes. Uh, the rich, delicate blueberry scone is made with creme fraiche and topped with pearl sugar for a melt in your mouth experience. That sounds great, mm-hmm. too. And you can also get some Northeast classics like the New Jersey crumb cake and imposing moist cake with a thick cinnamon crumb topping. Or the iconic New York-style half-moon cookie topped with chocolate ganache and buttercream. Yeah. I'm, I'm hungry. I that know. sounds really, really good. Yeah, yeah. That sounds... I, I hope it lives up to it because... 
that sounds like a place we're going to want to hit up often. That's right. Hopefully they have that mobile ordering. And <laughs> yep, for sure. How's it going to go? <laughs> yep, that's exactly how it'll go. Exactly. <laughs> Very much more Michelle. This year, <laughs> that's it for the Disney stories of the week. However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And when we do that, we always start with Michelle because she's awesome, wonderful, <laughs> all things good in the world. <laughs> You heard it she, earlier. She does the best research. You know she has the best lists, but she <laughs> definitely has the very best tips. So let's get to it. Here is Michelle's tip of the week. Oh, you're so kind, honey. So my tip relates to Magic Bands because I know there's been a lot of enthusiasm with the new release of the Magic Band Pluses. And, you know, and, and I know we've posted out there that the discount for resort guests are being offered as well right now. And, and so we just want to make sure you realize when you're, if you are, if you do have a reservation and you are going to be a resort guest and there's this one little thing that says, um, that you can click on saying that you decline a new magic band, be careful because once you click that, it cannot be undone. So even if you're not sure whether or not you want a new magic band, maybe right now isn't the time you might want to, or, you know, the magic band pluses that they have through the resorts aren't the ones that you want. And there's something else, you know, is in a store or in the future will be coming to a store. Again, once you hit that decline, you've lost that opportunity for that resort discount. Mm, that's important. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you don't want to miss out on that if you have that opportunity. So. Right. Right. Yeah. So take note of that for sure. Yeah. You know, and the other thing to remember is you do need to order the magic band, um, by six days before your trip. Right. So. Very good. That's good to know. Good yeah. stuff. Michelle's tip. Always <laughs> the best tip. You're sweet. Uh, my tip this week, since it still is technically July, and we're mm -hmm. celebrating a little Christmas in July, uh, I'm going to actually look forward to the holidays a little bit because maybe some of you have some trips prepared for the holiday season out of the Disney Resort. And this is going to be kind of a combination of tips we've discussed a little bit before, but I want to refresh your memory because you may be planning that coming up holiday vacation. And one thing we want to say right off the bat is that one underrated thing that you may find at the Walt Disney World Resort is the guest decorations that they set up at the Fort Wilderness mm -hmm. campgrounds. Right. Like the people come out there and they build on stuff every single year. Like yeah. this is what they do every year. They come out, they bring their RVs, whatever, and they just deck out their campgrounds with right. great decorations. And it really will make your holiday, if you've never done it before, to take a journey out to Fort Wilderness to check these all out. And it can be easily done if you want to just... Take a boat from Magic Kingdom straight over to Fort Wilderness. Mm -hmm. You can go over there, maybe get a bite at P&J's takeout and go walk around the grounds. They also have horse-drawn carriage rides right. through the area there. And you can really check it out. But what I'm really giving this tip for is to let you know that another great way to do this, but you're going to want to reserve it in advance, is to rent a golf cart right. there. You can do that even if you're not staying at Fort Wilderness. You can rent a golf cart. You have to reserve it in advance because they go quickly a lot right. of times. But especially that time of year. Yes, but if you if you can find a date where they're available, um, you can go ahead and go there, park at the parking lot, 
pick up your golf cart, and then you can kind of just cruise with the family right. throughout all these wonderful Christmas decorations that they set up at night. Um, it's not it, it 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 can be a little pricey, but it is a wonderful night's worth of fun, especially if you're going to get a meal or do the hoopty do right um, as well that evening. It really will make your day. And if you want, if you want to go ahead and rent a golf cart, uh, just call up this number, 407-WDW-PLAY. I should say 407, so it's not confused since I'm doing letters, the other one. 407-WDW-PLAY. And you can reserve your golf cart. And this can be for any time of year, but you can reserve a golf cart for up to one year in advance of your vacation. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it's really uh, some of my most fondest memories are going like um you know with my mom we did it with with your mom once as well and my niece and just driving around on the golf cart going through and it is spectacular it's hard to really describe just how how much enthusiasm is there but just nice little touches at some of them that people might have like um They'll leave out there for you if you wanted to use the, uh, those 3D glasses prism, or, prism, or glasses, prism yeah. glasses and different things like that. If you have, if you're there with your pet, a lot of times you'll see some of the, the in some of the loops that somebody will leave dog treats out mm-hmm. for people who are coming by and looking around with their dogs. It's just really amazing and friendly. And, you know, it's, Think of like these like comic cons and things like that. When somebody puts all the work into their costume, they love it when people stop, right. want to take pictures or, or compliment them. Same thing here. They've put a lot of thought and effort into decorating their their RV or even if they're staying in the cabins, decorating the cabins. And they love to interact. And mm-hmm. it's it's just such a nice atmosphere. Yeah, it's, it really is an underrated experience that a lot of people don't know even exists because um, they just don't get to the Fort Wilderness right. campgrounds. They have no reason to go there for whatever reason. If you're not going to the hoop do or whatever, uh, you just don't have a reason to get over there. But I'm telling you, it, it'll make your holiday vacation, especially on a night. Maybe, maybe you're calling it early or you have a resort day or whatever. And you're just looking for something to do in the evening. You can even watch the fireworks from right, the beach I was there. Say, yep. um, you know, they, it really will make your holiday season to go. If, if, especially if you've you've been several times and you're just looking for something new to do, um, check this out. The campgrounds in general. I mean, another thing that we see often, multiple times, is that people get together, renting their golf carts, or they bring their own golf carts, right. and they hold little parades, right? And they're themed, yeah. And it's always amazing whenever we see one go by. You know, exactly. be like all princesses, right? It, it's yeah. always. They deck out these golf carts. They decorate them, and it's just so much fun. Um, yeah, they, they do that big time. in the holiday and the right. uh, holly Halloween time of year right. too. Yeah, so. so it's it's really an underrated space that if you've never been, um, go check out the the campgrounds. Right, there. it's a lot of fun for yeah. sure. Great tip, honey. Thank you, sweetheart. Uh, that's it for this week. Next week, we have something in the works that we're not ready to reveal yet. We're going to try and find out what that is, but we'll have a great episode for you. I promise you. Maybe it'll be that environmental Disney Expo. I'm thinking it's going to be a Star Wars theme. Let's just put that out there. Okay. <laughs> we'll see about that. But either way, we'll we'll put out some quality content because Michelle's behind it. It'll, have, <laughs> it'll be full of Michelle-ness. So you know it's going to be great. So uh, you can look forward to that. As for this week, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, 
HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there... If you haven't signed up for the newsletter, we'd love for you to do that. Please sign up for the newsletter. It's full of Michelle-ness. You'll definitely <laughs> want to check that out. Uh, also, follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, at Hyperion Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest, at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good, positive Disney energy, fun, and Michelle-ness <laughs> at our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. Yeah, we love interacting with everybody. We love that people share and everybody else gets excited for each other. So. Yeah, it's a really great group and yep. uh, enjoy interacting with everybody on that uh, that, that, that page. Uh, also, we do have a YouTube channel. We will have some videos coming sometime in the future, hopefully not too far away. But if you want to know whenever we have a new video there, just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast, hit subscribe, and you'll know exactly when that happens. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we love hearing from you, even just to say hello. We also love if you tell a friend or family member about our podcast. Yep, and if you're willing to take the time and give us either a rating or a review, um, that helps as well. We yes. really appreciate it. And thanks to everybody who's already given us a rating or a review. So that's it. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.